the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. didn't even have my headphones on yet thank you heidi <laughs> i looked over at heidi and she's giving me the universal uh signal for put your headphones on and i did and i hear the last few uh, bars of the uh, intro going it was crazy all right now at 7 35 uh we'll talk about the eternals all right i promise that's coming up with matt smith and uh first time that you'll hear me completely poo poo a marvel movie i mean seriously there there's been some that have been you know borderline that i wasn't uh you know really fan you know terrible and they weren't terrible what was it uh the thor movie the dark i forget what the title of that one was but anyway uh that movie was like okay it was all right how's that this movie i here's what i said to, to heidi because she kind of likes it when i come in and and I tell her what I thought of the movie. I think she thinks I'm nuts about him sometimes. But anyway, bottom line, I made the statement that uh, wait till it comes out on DVD. That's a huge, for me, that's a huge statement. I'm, I'm be, just tell you, wait till it comes out on DVD. I'll tell you why uh, when we get to the uh, talking about the movie at 735 segment of the show. Chris Corbett will not be here today. I guess he's still out elk hunting. Is he still out there looking for scat? Okay, so he's he's looking for his uh, for his elk. Uh, he has promised me an elk steak, but of course he promised me a big salmon slab too, and I haven't seen that yet. So what, <laughs> what can I tell you on that? I mean, I, I I kind of live vicariously through him to be honest. He's lucky enough that he can get away and do some of this stuff, but uh, he won't be here today. Robert is here. Uh, he's going through his Mister Clean. Uh, you know, movements in the studio right now. That, yeah, that's that's him uh, wiping down the studio and everything. You need to just shave your head, buddy. I'm just saying, just shave your head, look at the camera and get that gleam on your tooth, you know, and uh, getting the, the studio <laughs> totally, totally clean and ready to go. No extra charge. Yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, it's first time... Robert and I have really had an opportunity to talk about what occurred on Tuesday. So uh, what you will hear will be, well, unfiltered as it always is. But, uh, you know, our thoughts, we've had a little bit of time to process what has happened. Uh, I hope that you got to join us Wednesday. It's, it's important that you, you join us every day, all right, because there's always really, really great segments uh, that we offer to you. And on Wednesday, we had, of course, um, 
Congressman Hill on. But with him, he had uh, Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana, who is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee on, and it was really interesting. Couldn't have been a better time to have him on to talk about what the Tuesday mean uh, for the Republican Party. Uh, what, what it means now is you've won one battle. Now, if you want to win the war, you got to play off that battle. You've been given a battle plan that you can follow, and if you'll follow it and do what you learned, you're going to win the suburbs back, and you're going to decimate the, the Democratic Party. That's exactly right, Dave. Now, of course, to be fair, uh, after a president wins, usually in the midterms, this is not a midterm, it's sort of pre-midterm, the, the party that the president wins uh, the retreats. party that's in power. The po- party that's in power retreats a bit because uh, some folks get fed up. But there's a difference between some retreat and the shellacking, the shellacking that the Dems took, particularly in Virginia. No, my God. Every part of Virginia was red except the very edge right there at Washington, D.C., yeah. which is the bluest of bluest places that you can ever be. That's exactly right. In, in fact, historically, that portion of Virginia was given to the federal government to be part of Washington, D.C., and they never incorporated it. So I call it Washington, D.C., even though it's Virginia. Yeah, Washington, D.C. 2.0. Exactly. I mean, well, it's where all the workers live at. Yeah, there are a lot, I mean, right? Honest, I mean, yeah. the, the, I, I, as you know, I worked in D.C. I lived... On the other side, I lived in Maryland. All of D.C. is carved out of Maryland. As I said, it was supposed to be carved out of partially of Maryland and partially of Virginia. They never went, the government, federal government never wound up taking any from Virginia. And I lived just over the line, just yards away from the line of D.C. In the Maryland, on the Maryland side. Okay, so were you over there by Loudoun and all of that area there? Uh, Loudoun, the, the city or the person? Well, the county. Uh, no, I was okay. much closer in than Loudoun County. Oh, you were way closer. Oh, yeah. There. I mean, I you could literally see the, the from my property where D.C. began. It's a block away. Oh, you're looking over to Potomac then. Well, no. I mean, I wasn't on water. But, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't uh, say right. you were on the water, right, right, but right. maybe but, you were high enough that you could look right yeah, over it. Sure. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I, I could afford that, right. But nonetheless, no, I was right there. Uh, in any event, it was it's a beautiful area, actually. Uh, very expensive now. Very expensive, but beautiful area. Yeah. Washington, D.C., if I'm not mistaken, I read an article the other, oh, this several months ago. It is the most expensive city in the world now. Well, look, when you have lobbyists who make millions of dollars to represent special interests against your interests, against the interests of citizens... Uh, and they've got to come to D.C. to lobby who? To lobby the legislators. Yep. Uh, then uh, there's competition for property. And guess what happens? The price goes up. Um, you know, Dave, we have talked many times about how we need to make here in Arkansas, the legislature, more conservative. We say, Wait, what? Rob, the legislature is 75% Republican. Yeah, I said conservative. Yeah. Not Republican. Yeah, I don't care what label you. We're put not on. even fifty percent conservative. Yeah. and I named several names, and I'll do it again. By the way, of people that got to go. One of the names that I named on this show, as well as on Conduit's show, was Lance Eads. 
And guess what, baby? He he retires. He he gone. Yeah, he's going to be. He a, gone. He's going to be a lobbyist, right? Surprise, <laughs> surprise. That's what I I heard. Exactly. He's going to be a lobbyist. Can you hear the cash registers ringing in the background? But mm. surprise, surprise. And let me tell you, uh, this is the kind of pressure that we uh, on the Dave Ellswick show. Uh, conduit and all conservatives need to continue to apply to tell those um, uh, leftist Republicans who aren't supporting free speech, who aren't supporting uh, freedom when it comes to your own body uh, relative to vaccines and other things. And as I always say, we're going to talk about that today. Oh, yes. I've been triple vaccinated. So don't call me an anti-vaccine. Me too. Right. Um, so if, if you're uh, if you're not supporting these simple freedom notions, I work with a bunch of Republicans in the legislature and I call them the Freedom Coalition. Uh, if you ain't part of the Freedom Coalition explicitly or implicitly, um, you're going to go the way of the dodo bird and the way of Lance Eads. Uh, you know what? I wish him all the best of luck in making all the money he can lobbying all the legislatures that legislators that he wants just as long as he ain't in the legislature i don't care what he's doing and we're and that's one down we got uh um uh i always say larry storch because yeah, i think of f troop uh, f troop right but it's sturch uh, james sturch, sturch right uh, uh let me tell you we're working day and night to find a primary opponent to james sturch and he gotta go he gotta go no more leftist in the he's in the pocket of of uh big education uh we don't need people shilling for leftist education we need conservative ideals in education uh and that means respecting free speech Res- uh, no, no such thing as these remember those free speech zones you could stand on a post but we got rid of those couple yeah, of years ago. yeah uh why why because of dave ellswick free speech bill but when dan sullivan from Jonesboro. Uh, introduced the Dave Ellswick free speech on campus bill part two, mm-hmm. and he did in the last legislature. Yep. Who killed it? Who killed it? Eads was one of them. Right. Sturch was another one of them. Jane English, another one of them. Which is kind of dumbfounding, although we know what Jane did several years back when uh, BB was governor. Tell she, me. Well, she sold she sold her uh, her bowl of porridge. Uh, for a program that she wanted to see started, and it went, and I remember when it happened, it was like a bolt of lightning went through the uh, Republican ranks because everyone thought that she was standing for Republican principles, and she showed that no, not necessarily. You know, she's she's been there too long. Uh, we almost we came very close to replacing her. Uh, a while back we'll talk about it more as we go along don't forget about pi roofing i uh, had i uh, hope I, you joined me yesterday and you heard uh joel johnson on and if you are a small business owner and and you're here in our, my listening area you'll come out if you've got a flat roof and it keeps leaking on you you'll come out and take a look at it at no charge to you whatsoever and figure out what's wrong with it uh, that's pretty good, man. I mean, he calls himself the roof leak detective uh, for a reason. He's been in the business now 18 years, 19 years, and uh, he can identify that stuff quickly. 
I mean, he was talking about flat roofs yesterday and telling me all the different flat roofs there are, and I had no clue that there, you know, that there was differences in how they were uh, put in and what kind of of uh, materials they use and all that. And he says, well, depending on all of that, you, that's how you, you fix the leaks. And uh, you got to go up and make sure it's flat. You say it's flat, but it's not flat. And if it's not flat, the water's running certain ways and it can cause a leak. So that's uh, the key that I wanted to get across. That's still going on. You can call him. I did have his number, and I, I've since thrown it away. <laughs> Uh, but uh, just call P- just go to piroofing.com, piroofing.com. Tell them uh, that you're calling about having your business taken a look at and that you like, uh, you know, that Joel Johnson special that he talked about on the Dave Ellswick show. And they'll come out, you know, no, no, no charge to you. Check it out. Now, if you're, if you're watching this on the Internet and you're down in Texarkana, he's going to have to charge you something to pay for the gas and the time for his people to come out there. So there'll be a there'll be a nominal charge for that. But he goes all over the state. But this is specifically I'm talking to you here uh, that are hearing my voice right now on the radio. You uh, can get your business looked at and make sure that it is watertight through PI roofing. Okay, so after the Democrats took this shellacking on Tuesday, and it was a shellacking, all you have to do is look at the map of Virginia and see how red it is and how terribly uh, McAuliffe lost uh, in all these counties. I mean, when you Biden won Virginia by 10 points now, just less than a year ago, uh, a year ago, that's what it was, a year ago. Yeah. And... Uh, McAuliffe just got killed. I mean, literally killed because he made stupid statements like, you know, parents have no no right to be involved with uh, the education of their children and and things of that nature. I mean, that's a pro- that's probably the most progressive statement that you could make in a campaign. But the progressives think that he wasn't progressive enough, and that's why he lost. For instance. Here's AOC off of her own website and what she had to say. On the election front, I actually think we have good news as well. I know that Virginia was a huge bummer. And honestly, if anything, I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super moderated campaign that does not excite, speak to, or energize a progressive base. And frankly, we weren't even really invited to contribute on that rate there you go look they lost the suburbs they lost the suburbs because of progressive statements they were making dave the math of the left is is quite simple conservatives tell you that they believe in individual autonomy and the family unit and in that context people should and do make decisions the left says, no, 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 you don't make any decisions. Uh, no, 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 the family unit doesn't make any decisions. Uh, we collectively, I put in air quotes for those mostly who are aptly listening on the radio. We collectively make the, well, who's the we? 
right? You know, like the old joke, hey, uh, um, uh, Kimasabi, who's the we? It's really the other way yeah, around, but you, right. you understand the joke. Who's the we? And the we is government. The we is the few handful of people who've placed themselves in control of your lives, and the we is they will tell you how to live. I posted on Twitter the other day. You don't day. have to talk in pronouns to me. Yeah, yeah indeed, right? <laughs> um, I, I don't know what that means, right? Um, <clears throat> the, the New York, I posted on Twitter, New York Times the other day had an article about our buddies at... Um, uh, what's the chicken plant again in Arkansas? The the big uh, oh yeah Tyson. Tyson right. So someone who's working at Tyson says, "I'm so glad they made that decision for me regarding the vaccine uh, because I'm a robot, right?" And they didn't say that part, right? Because I'm a robot or a squirrel, right, uh, uh, or a hamster. Um, I'm so glad they made that decision for me. Well, I ain't glad they made that decision for you. I don't care what decision they made for you. I don't want them making the decision for me or anybody else who actually has a brain and can make their own decisions for themselves, even if I disagree with that decision, because that's what individual autonomy is about. That's what distinguishes the left from the right. The left wants to say it's we Everything we know about communism, because the whole title of communism we. is we, it's a lie. Yeah. There's no we in communism. No, it's, there's the elites and right. then the rest of you. Exactly. Exactly. So it's about the imposition of other people's will on you and me, the average citizen. Yeah. Let, let, let's open that up a little bit. Yeah. All right. What are Rob and I saying? Okay. Here's... The them, the elites, and us, the peons. All right, the the elite fly eight hundred people to uh, Ireland for a uh, global warming summit on airplanes and all kinds of stuff. The elite puts three people on a spaceship and shoots them up into space, dumping literally tons of carbon into the air doing damage to the ecology of the upper atmosphere and then you come down and then pat themselves on the back uh because they drive away in an electric car that's well <laughs> they don't even use an electric car they're right, so they're far out there yeah they're right? yeah I mean, they are and they yeah. and and they say yes do as we say not as we do if you're connected at the top you don't have to have even a lot of money you just got to be kind of a you know, one of those people on Facebook that can get a lot of views and stuff. Uh, bottom line, they'll let you be part, part, part of the party. Unless you have enough money, you can't be part of the party at all. You recall, Dave, that I raised uh, on this show um, the issue back at the law school when they told me out of the blue, I can't open the door to the auditorium that I'm teaching in to get ventilation. Yeah. Right. Well, guess what? Oh, the last two classes, a student has been monitoring the carbon dioxide content, which is in and of itself an issue, but it also relates to uh, how much viruses uh, there are mm-hmm. uh, potentially, right. and it's through the roof, through the roof. But so, well, guess what? So my prescience proved true. Yeah. Right. So far, I haven't heard back from them. I did send it to them. What do I always time. say about right. you? I always yeah. say that. Your opinions are yours and yours alone, right. not necessarily the Bowen School of Law or the university to which it belongs. Right. 
but they should be. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, let, I mean, to be fair, I raised it on Tuesday. Uh, I raised it again yesterday. Uh, and I'm, I told them I need a response before this coming Tuesday, which is the next class of well over 100 people packed in there like sardines. So let's find out what they're going to do. But I hope they're going to be on top of it. But this is the we, right? The so-called we. Yeah, they're the not sitting there. We. Yeah, they're not in the classroom. Not one of the people in charge of whether or not the doors in that classroom are open are in my classroom. Yeah, well, they're not worried about it. They just set up arbitrary rules, and that's exactly what... Look, if you believe, if you follow John Kerry or if you follow uh, you know any of these guys, the bottom line is their hypocrisy is beyond the pale. Just beyond the pale. I, You know, Leo... DiCaprio is a great actor, but he don't know crap about the, you know, what he says he knows. And he flies, he flies everywhere that he goes. Well, isn't it remarkable how often we hear these actors giving their commentary on politics? They're entitled to a view like anybody else, but I don't understand why they think they are entitled to more of a platform. Well, because they're actors. Yeah. All right. We got more to talk about. We got to get to the news, though. Let's find out what's happening around the world quickly, and then we'll return here to the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. You know, are you by chance concerned, and rightly so, I think, about the out of control government spending, and it may get even more out of control um, as they push forth this uh, social infrastructure bill they call it something else now i forget what it is uh soaring inflation political unrest rapid decline of the u.s dollar i mean all of it's going on right now it is happening right before your eyes and it's why a lot of you are investing in silver and gold to help protect your nest eggs don't let 1970s style inflation destroy your retirement Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, IRA, 401k, hard-earned savings, just by calling 501-222-3315. And the folks at David Lucas Financial are going to work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. Uh, To learn more about buying silver and gold, Call 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. I got to tell you, I got up this morning because when, when my feet hit the floor and I do a few small things like push the button on the coffee maker and uh, visit the restroom and things of that nature. Once I've slid on my pants, uh, I'm sitting in on the sofa in my living room going over uh, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, and all the rest, seeing what's going on, getting on my Internet uh, places that I go to catch up with the news. And I'm preparing for today's show because what I may have thought about talking about yesterday for today's show – may have changed drastically overnight. I'm going to be honest. I hadn't thought anything about talking about this whole thing dealing with uh, um, getting shots, getting vaccinated, uh, and the government 
getting involved in it until the government got involved with it late yesterday. And then that told me we got to talk about it. We've, we've got to discuss it. I told you weeks ago, uh, people were asking me, why aren't the states filing lawsuits about these, uh, you know, businesses, uh, you know, telling people they must get vaccinated? Well, they had no standing because the government wasn't involved with it. I, I kept telling you, Biden said, hey, my friends in business, help me out here. And many of them did because they want to have their place at the trough is why uh, they don't want to tick off the man who's in charge and maybe they don't get, um, you know, their special stipend or what special law that they want to get passed. Uh, you know, corporatism is rampant now in our country. And so you, you've got a situation where uh, the states couldn't do anything. They were ready. I mean, they were loaded for bear. Well, it changed yesterday because the president working with OSHA is now making it mandatory by government fiat that any business of 100 people or more must, that's that's the important word now, must be vaccinated. And as soon as he did that, it's like it was like dropping the flag at the race. All right. And all the states, and I'm sure Arkansas is in there. I'll uh, give a call. Maybe we can get uh, uh, the AG on today just for a few moments to talk about where Arkansas standing as far as legally on this whole thing of saying to the federal government, nope, not going to let you do this. And there's going to be a big fight. It's going to be at the Supreme Court. I'm going to tell you right now. Now, I will also say that that if it gets to the Supreme Court, and I know we got six conservatives sitting on the Supreme Court, but I I only give the states a 50-50 chance and maybe just a little bit less that they're going to win on this. Because in the past, they've lost trying to stop the federal government from imposing these kinds of mandates. So what do you what do you think is going to happen as far as this is concerned, uh, uh, Rob? And, and this I mean, look, what this proves beyond a shadow of a doubt to all of you who are out there that didn't like that Trump said nasty, nasty, uh, you know, uh, text and stuff uh, and Twitter remarks. The bottom line is elections have consequences. That's why the Democrats are freaking out now. They lied to the American people in the well, last election. You, you see the border, uh, uh, to say that it's a sieve, to say that it's, uh, it, it's leaking is inaccurate. It's wide open. It's wide open. Yeah, and people just walk across. People just walking across. And, uh, you know, by the way, Dave, if you bring up the topic, well, you see, you're a racist. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait, what? I'm a racist because I believe that a country is an entity. No, you're a xenophobe. You're a xenophobe. Yeah. yeah that takes it down yeah, all. Exactly. Isn't that a character from the Marvel? Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, no. and Mr. Xenophobe. No, it's, 
Uh, aliens. Oh, I'm sorry. I get it confused sometimes. Uh, you're not allowed to use that word, Dave. Yeah, I know. Uh, that, that's the A word. Yeah, I can't use Don't that. Don't use the A word. Even though it's codified in federal oh, law. Oh, you mean it's the law? <laughs> the, 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 the A word, alien, is, is the law? It is. No, you can't use that word, Dave. Not a racist. Wait, yeah. what, what, racist? You know, yeah. they just drop it. Read Charles Blow in the New York Times. By the way, don't. Do yourself a favor and don't. <laughs> all, all the guy does, you know what he said? You, you know why the Republicans won in Virginia? Racism! You oh, white supremacy. Yeah, white supremacy. Oh, my you God. You don't need to finish a sentence, right? You know, if you talk to the left, they'll start the following. Do you know why? Racism. Just throw out the answer racism, and you're right to okay. their question. So Biden carries Virginia by 10 points a year ago. Right. And all of those voters were enlightened. Right. That's right. Back, they were enlightened. You come now back 12 months, races. now right. they're white right. supremacists. We elected a black president twice. Yeah. But racist. Wait, what? Wait, what? Wow, they're not saying yeah. anything about the lieutenant governor yeah, of Virginia. Yeah, lieutenant governor, uh, a military woman, I think in the Marines. Yeah, from uh, Jamaica. Uh, that's right, uh, from Jamaica, holding uh, an AR-15. God bless her. Yeah. God bless Na- America. A, a nationalized Right, an immigrant. Citizen. Yes. An immigrant, uh, a, a Marine. I mean, she checks all the boxes. Right, a woman. <laughs> uh, oh, no, one box is wrong, Dave. Yeah, she's a Republican. Yeah, she's a Republican. <laughs> that ain't a box. That's the truth. No, that's a jail cell. That, that ain't true. a box. You're not allowed to check that box. No. So they're busy. Well, call- you can check it. They'll just check you off. Yeah, exactly. They're busy calling the electorate racist, and they elected a black woman. Yeah. How much more racist can you be electing an immigrant black woman? I hope, you know, that uh, her her throwdown against CNN happens. Yes, yes. And what, well, or what is it MSNBC? I, Didn't she want to debate Joy Reid? Yeah, Joy Reid. Yeah, that's MSNBC. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Joy, let, you're a see. racist, Reid. Hey, you're racist. Yeah, she's like, she's the Charles Blow of MSNBC. Anything doesn't, anything she likes, doesn't like, happens, you're a racist. Yeah. And, right? and of course, CRT isn't even taught. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Critical race theory doesn't exist. And there's it's huge books boast. out there that are written for teachers right. to teach it yeah. in their classroom. Meanwhile, I've seen the videos uh, 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 from um, Mark Johnson, uh, who, of course, I've endorsed uh, for his reelection. Uh, Chris Corbett has endorsed for his reelection. Uh, by the way, uh, let me announce because Chris isn't on the show today because he's out hunting elk, as you pointed out. Yeah, what's out. going on with that? Dude? Yeah, so Chris had said all along he's going to run for for an open seat if there's an open seat up there in Conway for the Senate, which was held by Jason Rayford. As you know, Jason is running for lieutenant governor now and doing very well, I understand. But he needs your support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that generally to the audience. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, uh, but it turns out when they did the redistricting, and this didn't, wasn't a big surprise, they ate up Jason's seat. Yeah, they blew it up. Right. Well, they, they carved it up and gave it to all of the surrounding districts. Like because, you said, they blew it up. Right. And they do, why do they do that? <laughs> because they want to maintain all seats for existing elected senators, meaning they don't want to put two existing elected senators into one district. So... Chris now lives in Mark Johnson's uh, district. Well, Chris has already endorsed Mark Johnson, yeah. so he has no intention or desire to run against Correct. Mark Johnson. Why? Because Chris isn't looking for a title. Chris isn't looking to wear a jacket that says senator uh, like that. Uh, the guy who was uh, lost up there in Jonesboro. I'm not even going to say his name when Dan Sullivan won. Um, so Chris is not going to run against Mark Johnson. He endorsed him. So Chris is going to run for the House seat against 
what is currently occupied by Spencer Hawks. Now, I don't know if Spe- Spencer has already announced he's running for Senate. How did he now do he so? Now he can't. Right? Basically. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's going to run against Mark Johnson. Is he going to endorse Mark Johnson? Yeah. He hadn't endorsed We're going to have to yet. find out what goes on right. as far as he's got some decisions oh, to make. Oh, he's got a lot of decisions. So Chris is going to run for that seat, either against um, Spencer. If Sp- Spencer flip-flops and goes back to the House, goes Spen- to, you know, Spencer's good at doing get, the flip-flopping. Try to get you know. reelected. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, he might flip-flop and, and, and decide to run for the House again. Uh, and then Chris will absolutely compete against him because Spencer has demonstrated that. Uh, and he's a nice enough fellow, but he ain't no conservative. Sorry. Sorry. Remember, he's the guy that voted for returning the money to the uh, uh, citizens of Arkansas that was inappropriately taken away from them as part of the sort of mandate from the government. And then wouldn't override the veto. Right. And then voted against it. He was for it before he went against it. Yeah. Okay. John, well, I don't need John like, Kerry. Right. That's right. He, he's the John Kerry of the Arkansas House. Right. And when the governor tells you you better vote this way and he says, yes, sir. Well, I don't need another governor in the House. I got a governor in the governor's mansion. Mm-hmm. One governor's enough. So uh, anyway, so that's a little aside. And, of course, Chris will discuss his candidacy uh, more when he comes back on the show as he regularly is. I would expect is. that he'll be back next week. He will be back next week. And we'll Absolutely. talk to him about it. Absolutely. We'll get him in the studio and talk that's about right. it. That's right. So we'll, we'll hear what he has to say. And, and, and I, will, I will put out uh, the word to the Hawk campaign uh, once they make their decision of what they want to do to come on the show. You had already invited them. Yeah. You told me they were coming on. Yeah. What, what happened there? Well, they, they had shown some propensity, but right. had never well, solidified. You know, it, it it's hard, Dave, to go into the lion's den. Well, that's true. Right? There'll be some questions oh, yes, sir. on some votes. That's right. That he That he's made. That's right. And I'll be asking him, well, did you make that vote because... Because I know some things about Spencer of why I believe that he votes the way he does. Yeah, yeah. And you know? it's a problem. So we'll talk about it. All right. right. 13 minutes until 7. we got to get a break. Robert Steinbach is here, as he is every Friday on the Dave Ellswick Show. we got more. There's so much. There's so many things to talk about today. Uh, and we will touch on all of them when we return here at 1011 FM, The Answer. Okay, let's continue on here on the Dave Ellswick Show. What, you wanted to talk about some things. What are, yeah. what are some things that you wanted to get into about freedom of speech and, and things of that nature? Interesting article from Masterson up in northwest Arkansas uh, talking about freedom of speech. Uh, he and I uh, are friends. We know each other, and I have him on from time to time. I need to get him back on because... I didn't realize that Mike is like 75 years old now. Good for him. I thought we were basically about the same age. Right, right. And uh, he's he's older than I am. He's hanging in there, brother. Oh, he's doing he's doing great. I and mean, he doesn't hold his powder, let's put it that way. Absolutely not. Uh, and, and, you know, he really raises the key issues that are confronting society today. Don't kid yourself. This is what will determine the lives uh, of our children and our children's children. What played out in the election in Virginia just a couple of days ago is going to play out all across America within a year. 100%. 100%. I mean, this whole thing about education is going to play out because 
you know, I can't believe that uh, some of the Republicans here in this state don't understand that they are behind when it comes to CRT. Yeah. It's being taught in governor school, folks. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, it's being taught everywhere. Uh, Mark, oh, I, oh, this is how I started telling you. Mark Johnson had sent me a clip of a public meeting uh, from the uh, Little Rock School District, and the school, there was a school teacher talking about all this CRT nonsense, right? And it's just outright racism is what it is. Was it the math and uh, science school down Hot Springs? That, no, that's not what he was talking oh, about. Oh, I know right, that, right, but right. I'm just saying, looking at that, they right. did they did that, uh, what I call the perp walk, but they did the thing about, well, let's let's do the privilege walk. Oh, yeah. That's a well, CRT exercise. Right. John McWhorter is a now a New York Times columnist. He's a Democrat, but he is right on the money when it comes to all of this leftist um, claptrap. Yeah, claptrap. But I was looking at this kind of this new age um, notions of of um, victimization. Oh, yeah. And here's what John McWhorter said. Uh, like I said, he's a black intellectual and a Democrat uh, with whom I agree on the following points. A hundred percent following point. He says there's no major institution in this country today major company, major institution of higher education that discriminates against minorities. In fact, there's no major institution in this country that doesn't give a benefit to minorities. So the claim that, well, it's institutional racism is absolute nonsense. McWhorter goes on to say, yes, it's true that, for example, uh, since black families, by the way, much like my family as Jewish immigrants were, black families have less overall wealth uh, than they would have had there not been discrimination and even before that slavery, right? Because generational wealth quite literally adds up. My family had zero, zero generational wealth. And that wealth, wealth was, was, was building until the government got in the way. Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, that's a true statement. That minorities, uh, including in particular African-Americans, given America's history, have less generational wealth. But that's prior discrimination. Currently, the institutions are not, the major institutions are not discriminating. They moved away from it. And so the question is, what, if anything, can you do to address that? And maybe there is something, but not like... Well, change admission standards, uh, change, uh, 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 do away with math because it's, quote, racist. Math ain't racist. No. Math is math. Yeah. Number, right? Numbers are numbers. That's right. They're That's not right. black or white or, or, you know, brown or what color. That's exactly right. Uh, but the leftists want to tell you that we are an inherently racist country. False. False. They want to tell you that the major institutions of America continue to engage in racism. False. Let's stop with that first statement. Yes, sir. Inherently racist. Right. That, in a nutshell, is CRT. That's exactly right. By the way, tie this together. They tell you, well, either you're overtly racist or you don't know you're uh, racist because you're (laughs) implicitly biased. But then at the law school... I've asked for the same treatment that non-Jews get 
when they want to have a guest speaker, but I want it when I take off my holy days and they say, no, 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 not for the Jew. Why? Because they have a Jew tax. That's effectively a Jew tax, and they want that at the law school, uh, and they say, but we're not uh, doing anything wrong. Well, I guess if we use your language, this is your leftist language, then I guess you don't know that you're Yeah, you just don't know. You don't know it. That you're anti-Semites. I'd be telling you. I'd be telling you. Yeah. Yeah. He's pointing it out. You don't want to accept it because you're an anti-Semite. You just don't know you're an anti-Semite. Uh, I'm just using their logic, right? 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 Meanwhile, I'm, uh, meanwhile that's they pretty want me good to pay logic. Me. It kind of cuts everybody else's logic out. They, they they want me to pay the Jew tax. Yeah. Okay. Well, I ain't paying it, and I'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And it's just not a tax that he's got to pay at Purim either. There you go. That's a little inside <laughs> joke about uh, 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 a Jewish holiday in which you have to give money um, <clears throat> to dem- uh, uh, in celebrating the, the holiday. Yeah. Very nicely done, Dave. Yeah, but uh, that's because I, I know about stuff like that's right. that. You know, it's, that's right. uh, th- th- I just, I'm stunned in Poor my own country most of the times. Yeah. And, and yeah. to be honest with you, I really am as far as a, a lot of things that are, are going on. And, uh, it, we go back to the whole thing of what is socialism? It is the elite telling you you can't do something. However, and, and all along using the terminology we. Yeah. It's a lie. But they get to do it all. Of course. What's good for you, Dave, is what, what I, as an elite, they say, uh, is good. Because I'm the one who's taking care of yeah, you. Yeah, I know better. That's paternalism. Right. Right. You don't like, need paternalism. I had a mommy in a day. Exactly. Like the New York Times article quoting that employee at Tyson said, I'm so glad Tyson made the decision for me. I can't do any thinking on my own. Thank you very much. I read an article. I got, I got 45 seconds yes, here. Sir. I read an article today uh, from a, a website. It's it's, it's it's it leans left, but it's got a lot more moderation than most sites do. And they were talking about a daycare down in Mississippi that was glad that OSHA was making this rule about their workers had to be vaccinated because. Well, they believed that they should get vaccinated, but they didn't want to tell them that they had to get vaccinated because that would have been messy. But now that was taken away because now they could say, well, the government told me that I have to have you get vaccinated. Gutless. What a gutless thing to say. I don't think that they even realized how gutless that makes them look. All right, we got more to talk about. There's a lot more to talk about today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Stick around with us. Robert Steinbach, you know, his opinions are his and his alone and not necessarily, though, at the Bowen School of Law or the university it belongs to. We'll be back with me as well. Matt Smith is standing in the wings.
All right, let's get back with it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, Robert Steinbach is here, as he is every Friday uh, with uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. He is um, a true conservative lawyer who teaches. He's a law professor at the Bowen School of Law. That gets him in trouble a lot of times. It keeps him from teaching constitutional law. But I'm just going to tell you that um, we've been doing this for years now. I always call him, and uh, before I had him on weekly, if anything happened that I want to get uh, some clarification on, I always called him to talk about it. Dave, can I mention, you know, you raise aptly the issue that I am continuing to raise about me teaching constitutional law. Well, you should. My God. You know that across this country, I've heard from professors, uh, and uh, I'm, uh, the following experience uh, that... It takes place at every school, including my school, and that is where students who are moderate or conservative don't feel the freedom to expe- express their views in the constitutional law classes because they are overwhelmingly used for leftist indoctrination. They'll be attacked. That's They'll exactly attacked. right. Uh, I've heard it here. I've heard it elsewhere. This is an ongoing problem where people who want to just hear the other side or express the other side don't feel the freedom to do. So when we talk about diversity and inclusion, how about diversity and inclusion of thought? But the leftists don't want diversity and inclusion of thought. They only want leftist thought. And they are, they are shutting out, and they use it. They use constitutional law. That class is the key class for molding the minds of the future and the left uses it across this country as an indoctrination tool i wouldn't use it for an indoctrination tool for the left or the right but you'd get to hear some conservative perspective that is not that is not taking a place across this country and that's why the left don't want conservatives teaching constitutional law well it's it's why progressives have been doing this for years they were doing it when i was in college uh i go to my philosophy classes and you had not better raise a judeo-christian philosophical point because if you did i can tell you right now for the next 55 minutes of that class you were attacked and it only takes that a few times for every other student that's sitting next to you might have the exact same ideas you do to not even offer them. Shut them down, exactly. I heard a student say that he wanted to make an argument about for constitutional legal interpretation that was founded in morality, and he said, I, I can't make an argument founded in morality in my constitutional law Even class. though the founders did it. Everything's founded in morality. What do, what do you think? What do you think all the laws that we have, where do they, you think they come from? I agree. They're based in morality. Ben, Benjamin Franklin said law without morality is made in vain. So the notion that law doesn't have morality built into it is nonsensical. But when you have no moral framework because you're a leftist, and your moral framework is simply power and exercising power over the the masses, well, then you can't even understand that discussion. And you certainly are not going to accept that discussion because it undermines your communist attitudes. And look at what takes place in every communist regime. Kill the lawyers, kill the intellectuals. Why? Because they will upset 
your control. Yeah. That's what the left wants. Control without thought. And they're indoctrinating that notion. Or just say your thought doesn't hold merit. And right. so we won't oh, even talk about oh, no, it. No, no, no. D- Dave, your thought is violence. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. Now wait, wait, your wait, thought what? is violence. Wait, yeah. I, thought, I thought words, I thought sticks and stones hurt me, but words uh, uh, don't, right? Because that's how we have discussion. No, no, no. Your words are violence. Your words are activity for which you can be arrested. I still think it's funny because I remember when this was a big thought starting out, and it was back in the 80s that it happened, and people would say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And somebody stood up and said, wait, that's not true. There it started. And they said, what? Wait, what? Yeah, that's wait, not what? true. <laughs> it, might, it, not, it might not break a bone, but it hurts them deeply uh-huh. and i go and i would always argue that's apples and oranges i mean yeah it, it they won't break your bones they're not taking a club and clubbing you about what you thought but uh but it, they challenge what you're saying right and that's a difference in, in what is meant by hurt that is you can be offended you can be offended by anything i'm wearing a blue shirt i'm offended by it good for you go home Right? So you can be offended. That's not being hurt. That's correct. Wake up. We've gotten away from that belief that, well, we expanded. That's what you did. You expanded out into an area that is continually more and more subjective. You know what what I heard recently? I I heard the claptrap leftist nonsense. Well, well, the tone of that email. Wait, what? Yeah. On an email. Does an email have tone? Does it have tone? <laughs> We're on radio. It's only tone, right? It's only yeah. sound. Yeah. Well, email, well, they're talking, because you know what the left is saying. You see, the left wants to control speech, but they recognize the First Amendment and Arkansas's version of the First Amendment, which is even more powerful, don't allow you to control speech. So they say, well, the tone, there's no tone. What they don't like are the words. That's correct. Guess what? The words are the thing that are protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution. Sorry. And as I've been saying for the last few weeks, because I heard a guy say this and I, it, it latched into my head and I say it, you might be saying the same words, but you're speaking from different dictionaries. <laughs> there you go. Well, I love this argument. <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I'm, if you're listening to this show and someone has attacked you for the, quote, tone of your email, not the words, I'll represent you if there's a lawsuit to be had. Because <clears throat> I can't wait to take that to the Arkansas Supreme Court. That's a case that I'll litigate. <laughs> and, and the U.S. Supreme Court, by the way, because it's First Amendment. It's constitutional. And so when Arkansas, uh, as a, if it's done by a state entity, and they say, well, we're a state entity, we can't be sued. Oh, you're going to be sued in federal court, baby. Hey, you're not immune to federal law. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Yesterday, there was some new things come up in a investigation about the uh, steel Dossier. Um, dossier. The dossier. And let me just say. Well, by the way, well, since when did French become the, the language of choice? <laughs> How about the steel folder? Yeah. The word dossier means folder. Yeah. But it was all fancy when the Democrats were funneling money to pay for it under the table and all along saying, oh, there's something there. And, you know, the head of DOJ now, even though I can't stand the guy, still funding durham's investigation because he's finding stuff all right he's finding stuff so federal authorities yesterday arrested igor danchenko 
a Russian analyst who contributed to the discredited anti-Trump Steele uh, report. According to the New York Times, Danchenko was, quote, the primary researcher of the uh, dossier, which compiled unfounded rumors about the 45th president in an effort to show he was, quote, compromised by and conspiring with Russian intelligence officials to help bring Hillary Clinton down. Uh, The document was then used by the FBI to illegally spy on the Trump campaign in 2016. Kimberly Strassel said this, Special Counsel John Durham this week obtained an indictment against Danchenko, uh, who provided the information for the dossier. Mr. Danchenko is charged with lying to the FBI. But the, and this is a part of the story you got to get a hold of because I want to see Hillary Clinton behind bars. I don't know if I'll ever see it, but I want to see her behind bars. But the bigger story of the indictment is Democrats' central role in every aspect of the dossier and the FBI investigation. Some of the material came from a Democratic Party operative with long-standing ties to Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and by the way, he's a Russian guy. Uh, uh, why is this not Russian interference? I agree. Huh? Wait, what? Wait, what? They're all about... Uh, and it's now been, of course, discredited, this whole Russian uh, um, working with the Trump administration cl- false claim. and all You wouldn't the, know it. You wouldn't know it. It's not been reported. In a, not by the left keep media. Your, keep your eye on this. I'm right. just saying, they're, they're, they're getting into, as they've been digging now, they're getting into the gold vein. That's right. Just right. telling you the, they the important the stuff. Up, not down. Yeah. Okay, that's how it works when it comes to indictments. You start with the little fish and you work up your way And that's to what the they've shark. been doing. Now they, right. they got the guy that fed them the information. That's right. So it's it's interesting what's coming up out of that. And I know you, you're saying that's old news, Dave. It may be old news, but it's new now because there's new information coming out. Well, the out. old news was the false narrative by the that's left. That's correct. The new news, the real news. It's the truth that was the happening. The truth is that this was all part of a leftist conspiracy to discredit Trump with false information. Correct. And to funded, keep, to keep him from being, to keep him from being elected. That's right. They didn't do it. And then they used it to discredit any policy that he came exactly. up with. And then they, and then they said, well, you've got to respect elections. Wait, did you respect an election? You didn't respect <laughs> the election, you liar. East End Towing wants you to know that they're ready to handle your situation no matter what it might be. Uh, if you're on the side of the road and it's just you and your car, or if it's you and your car and your camper that you're towing behind your car and now your car's broke down, what do you do with the camper? Uh, Easton Towing can handle it. They have all the answers for all of that. They belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured, and every one of their trucks is permitted here in the state. Private property tows, no question with Easton Towing. They know what, everything that needs to be done, bottom line. So call them. Put this in your phone, 501-888-8849. I'm going to tell you the worst thing that can happen to you is to break down you're on the side of the road you need help and then you go google towing no don't want to do that uh you probably get somebody to take you to an impound lot somewhere you don't want that to happen 501-888-8849 put that in your phone and call east end towing when you're in that situation all right back with you and again this whole 
Russian uh, story that started before the election uh, of Donald Trump is back in the news again. And very interesting information coming out about it. They're starting to connect the dots now. That's the key for everybody to understand. Is Hillary untouchable? Look, there's been people back in the day that thought they were untouchable. Then they found out they weren't. I mean, Boss Tweed thought he was untouchable, and then he wasn't. Huey Long thought he was untouchable, and suddenly he wasn't. It it, it will depend on uh, this dike that they've built up around her. It, it is cracking terribly. It really is. How much have you heard from Hillary Clinton in the last year? Very little. And I think because a lot of she looks, I can guarantee you she's got lawyers that are talking to her about this right now. And what are we going to do when they bring your name up into all of this? So keep your eyes open. I'll, I'll make sure we talk about it from time to time, but keep your eyes open. All right. So uh, word out now that uh, Pfizer's new pill that they have desi- uh, designed, if you have COVID and they give you this pill and you take it, uh, has been shown 89% effective in uh, keeping you from dying. Yeah. So that's a good, I'm glad to hear this. Well, we have that. We, we've had all along the monoclonal antibodies yep. that they can give you. And Nobody's they talking about They it. haven't been using them that no, much they're lately. It. Yeah. They're hoarding it. Uh, that you come in and you test positive, they say you're not sick enough. Go home. Wait, what? You know, and then you know. You know who that happened to? Ken people. Yang. Yeah. Ken Yang Don't almost died because of right? that. Well, that's hey. Here's a great idea. If you're sick, go get sicker before we and then give come you back the medicine that <laughs> is likely to cure you if you're not that sick yet. And that's what they're doing. And by the way... You're not, right. You're absolutely yeah, correct. And they're not advertising the use of monoclonal antibodies because they're all about the indoctrination when it comes to the vaccine. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, folks, I'm going to say it again. I said it today on the show. I've been vaccinated not twice, three times. Nobody in America has been vaccinated more than I have. I'm all for the vaccine. And I'll say it again on the radio. I recommend that you consider getting the vaccine. But in the end of the day, if you don't want to get your vaccinated... Choice. Your choice, and I will. I will uh, give you a vaccine the same way I will give you an unsolicited uh, a colonoscopy. I won't do it. <laughs> I'm not putting anything in any part of your body without your consent. Yeah. Look, they know if you have a colonoscopy and they find colon cancer early, your yeah. chances of surviving are hugely. That's right. You know, uh, positive. That's right. But. They don't make it, you know, you're, well, at least my company hasn't done this. And they haven't called me up and said, hey, Dave, now next week you're having a colonoscopy. I don't, don't want a colonoscopy. Oh, no, you've got to have it because we want to keep you healthy because your show does so well on the radio. Now, sometimes at work, Dave, uh, when uh, I get asked questions that no other faculty member does, like, why were you out during the Jewish holiday? It feels like a colonoscopy, <laughs> right? It feels like I'm getting a, a unsolicited colonoscopy. It's like you open your mouth and you see an eyeball. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? So that's a you little different, that. though. Yeah, it's a little different so feel, I got, too. I got confused. That happens from time to time. But, yeah, it's – and I'm going to say for – conservatives at times that's exactly how we all felt that's right and i and 
I'm not saying that it changed all that much when there were conservatives in power. Right. I remember a, a little side story. <clears throat> Last year, when I was going through the annual evaluation process, you did a draft of your evaluation. Right. And the dean put in the draft. She said, well, you didn't go to any meetings of the such and such committee. I said, so I called the chair of the such and such committee. It's called readmissions. I, go, I called the chair. I said, did we have any meetings? He said, no. I said, so I didn't miss any meetings. He goes, no. Um, I, I said, did the dean call you and ask you about that? And he goes, yeah. Uh, did you tell her that I didn't come to any meetings? Yeah. Did you tell her there were no meetings? No. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, did the dean ask about anybody else? No, I don't think so. Self-fulfilling well, yeah, prophecy. Yeah. Welcome to being a conservative yeah. in higher education. Yeah. Okay? That's called, uh, you know, making it where you're chilled. Yeah, well, it's selective enforcement, right? It's it's looking around for a problem that doesn't exist. That's what happened with my uh, uh, observing the holy days. I've been doing it for 20 years, and all of a sudden I'm being told now that I can't have a guest lecturer come speak in my class. And no a change. Judge, a U.S. federal judge. It's a little redundant, but I want yeah. to emphasize the point, right? Yeah, and no change. Well, look, you've been a judge from Russia. They might not. They may have looked the other way. Well, there you go. They might have <laughs> welcomed Right, right? That's exactly right. You know, they've gotten a call from Sanders. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Someone came alone. in and said, I'm, uh, 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 you know, they, they were talking all about uh, race and gender instead of law, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's because they would welcome an indoctrination ses- session, uh, as is the case across America in law schools. It's all about indoctrination. Yes, it is. But I, I want to teach law. That's what I teach. Yeah. Well, right? and you do a good job. Students well, actually ask for you at times. From time to time, and the school has uh, appointed me to teach criminal law. So, uh, uh, without my uh, over my objection, because I want to teach constitutional law, right? But apparently, I'm good enough uh, to teach uh, criminal law, but not good enough to teach constitutional law. All right, last subject, and I've left the best for the last. President Biden denounced the plan to pay illegal immigrants four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's infuriated the ACLU because they stand to lose a lot of money. And apparently one of his spokespeople said, no, no, we're paying it. Yeah. So there's a whole controversy. uh, What was it they said there? What is it you do when you sit down and you go back and forth? Negotiate. Negotiate. They're negotiating how much money to give these people. Yeah. Now, let me get this right. They tried to sneak into our country. That's right. Check. You know, they came across illegally. Check. And they get to sue us. Check. Unbelievable. No, no, you left out the most important. You gave three and four. And the government, the Democratic leftist government, wants to give them half a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Check. Yeah, the president said that was garbage. It is garbage. But he only said... But he doing it. He only said to to, to Pete Ducey, he only said $450,000 was garbage. Didn't mean that... $449,000 $449,000 wouldn't be garbage. No, no. I, in all honesty, uh, I think Biden was telling the truth. He has no idea what's going on. I agree. He's got no clue what's going on. He said, they, they said the ACLU said that evidently he had not talked with his own Justice Department because they're the ones that are doing he's it. He's busy talking to the voices in his own head. He can't be talking <laughs> to anybody else. I mean, come on, man. He gets crowded in come there. Come on, man. He gets crowded in there. Robert's always a pleasure. 
Thank you, and God it's bless. It's been good today. We've we've covered a lot of ground today here on the show. We try to do that from time to time. Uh, Chris Corbett will be back next week. I'll put him under the light and say, okay, so what are you going to do about running for office? So we'll get that answer. And I will put out uh, a uh, nice little uh, snippet to Hawk's uh, campaign asking them, Bring them in. to join us Bring on uh, the air as well. With that all said, we got to get to Bill O'Reilly. He's ready to talk to us. And then Matt Smith will be by uh, to talk with me about the Eternals. What did I think about it? Mm, not so good. All right. Hope yesterday at 635, you listened to uh, Eric Coleman, who's the uh, owner of uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, about what's hot and what's not. Talking about those... Uh, Paper chain necklaces was one of the big things. And then uh, talking about uh, diamonds and uh, colored gemstones and the different ways that they're doing them now. Instead of stud diamond earrings, uh, these earrings that they're drilling through the diamonds or the colored gemstones and tying them off and they they, they flow, so to speak, uh, on, on your body. And they look fantastic and... Uh, he's ready uh, to come and talk to you about it. You just drop by and, uh, you know, picks him up for, uh, you know, depending on how big the diamonds are, it's going to determine how much they are. But 501-246-3655 is the, uh, the number to call so that you can talk to Eric about this. Or if you want, you can stop by visiting 3000 Kavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E. E and uh, he opens at 10 o'clock every day, Monday through uh, Saturday. You can visit with him, see the stuff up close and personal, hold them in your hands. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, I can't get the big diamonds, but I, I could get a nice little thing for my, my wife, and I think she'd be interested in. She doesn't like rings, all right, but she does like necklaces, and she does like bracelets, so I'm going to go that way. That's the way I'm going to do it. So anyway, I'm going to do it with Hillcrest Designer Jewelry as well. Hope you will too. Call Eric, 501-246-3655. Matt Smith joins us now. He is the uh, owner of all the, uh, of course, uh, big movie houses across central Arkansas, the VIP cinemas in Hot Springs and Cabot and Searcy up in Batesville here in Little Rock. Uh, and he shows all the big movies, and he shows some of the art house movies uh, as well. I went last night, uh, Matt, and I saw Eternals. To say that I was disappointed is an understatement. You know me. I'm really, I'm pretty good at giving positive reviews to movies. I can usually find something good in them to talk about. This movie, as far as I was concerned, was a mess. How you know how do how do you feel about i think you know people make up their own mind whether they want to go or not but i just don't think it's going to be a very successful uh marvel movie uh i, I think it's too long i, I that's the it, first thing i told yeah, yeah. people it's like two hours and 40 minutes they could have mm-hmm. cut 40 minutes from it yes i think if the film was shorter uh and it was edited right it would be a better film Mm-hmm. Uh, there's too much in there, um, and I think that um, the the hunger and hunt now for content is adding to running times, 
in a very unnecessary way. Um, that is, um, um, they're not reining in directors and writers like they should. Um, and there's, there's a lot of bloat. And I think that film is suffering from that. Do you think? Um, do you think one of the other problems is is that this is phase four for for Marvel? They're moving away from Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, all the classic uh, Marvel characters into more new uh, superheroes that have never had the following that the classic characters did. And I'm I'm afraid that people are going to say I'm not wanting them take me back to the classic characters tell me more stories about them well they will um you know what happens now is you have essentially uh intellectual property that can be mined forever yeah and so you just expand that out and expand that out and expand that out and develop those characters and develop stories around it um you know star wars would be a another uh, example of doing that and you just take every person that's ever been in star wars and you expand that into their own their own um, their own world really you know like boba fett just everything you can you know do about him or the mandalorian or whatever they are at best an auxiliary character but there are people uh walking the earth you know that only watch star wars that's all they do scary just like there's people that only do Razorback football. They have no other life. Yeah. Right. That's and scary so too. <laughs> yeah. There's an extreme to that though. I mean, you know, they, they, they live that they, they, they listen. They, that's all they do. And so, you know, that makes sense from that contact point of view. But now are you going to be able to take, um, you know, the, the, uh, third, fourth, sixth, 10th character and make them as popular as Batman. No. But there are people that are looking for that. And so I think that's why they continue to expand and do things like Eternals. From that point of view, it makes sense. But now we'll see another Iron Man. You know, we'll see that again. I mean, that, that will happen again. There will be a reboot. There will be a sequel. There will be a prequel. That character will come back. Now, I don't know if that's five years from now or ten years from now. Right. But they'll circle back to that just like they always circle back to Batman. Batman is always reborn. There's always a new take on Batman. That's never going to end. You know, you know I, I can argue the, the point with on DC Comics mm-hmm. that who who's the bigger who is the bigger uh, draw, Superman or Batman? And I would lean towards Batman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, as long as you don't take, you can take the Batman character and add more of a darker spin on that and some edgier vibe to it, which has been done and continues to be done. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with a classic like Superman, if you try to move him away from just being about, you know, truth, justice in the American way, you taint that character. There, there is a, there is a view of that character that is very different from Batman. You know, Venom can do bad things, right? Right. Uh, you know, Superman Superman can't. Uh, you know, that's that's just, you know, Deadpool. Deadpool can do weird things, right? Other characters can't do that. And so you have to keep that in mind. When you start doing like, you know, um, we're going to make Superman's third cousin a weirdo, that doesn't work with the canon of the film. It's just not going to be popular. Um, I, you know, I... I 
I think that sometimes they don't realize that. There are characters that need to be edgy, and those characters need to be in R-rated films. Mm -hmm. And that is very different from a classic Superman that has to stay right in that vein. Well, and... And I'll, I'll I'll get into this just a little bit. You'll if you go see the movie, you'll you'll catch on. This is a woke movie. There's no doubt about it. It 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 has a, a wokeness to it. The the scene that I really 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 took umbrage at was the scene when they showed Hiroshima. Do you remember? Do you remember that they show they show that they got the black guy who's the who's like the, the big time scientist and all of right, that. Right. And, and he's crying about, look what they, I should never have given them the, the ability to think, you know, come up with this machine. Look what right. they have done, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's taking the history out of why that bomb was developed. And, yeah, I, and what, I agree. you know, and, and I, I took umbrage at that. I mean, that was kind of rewriting history in there. Right. I'm kind of interested to find out, what Christopher Nolan does with his next movie, which is Oppenheimer, which is the the guy who developed the atomic bomb. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there to mine as well. So right. we'll have to wait to see it. But right. yeah, a little too a little too much wokeness for me in this movie. Right, and what what you've got what you've got to remember um, is you know these films are out there for young people. Mm-hmm. Young people are the people that uh, that go to the movies. Um, yeah. Eighty-five percent of the uh, uh, people that walk through the front door at a movie theater are thirty-five or younger, and and so you know I don't think as you get older, you know, adults they've got work, they've got kids, they've got family, they've got church, they've got civic duties, whatever. They don't go to the movies. Young people go to the movies every week. They're always out there, and so these movies are geared toward them. Um, and you know you gotta you gotta ask yourself the uh, you know the the seventeen year old kid that's going to go in there and watch Eternals. How much is that person really aware of Hiroshima? No, I agree. You know, odds are they're probably not. You know that's just not something that they're paying attention to. They're 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 doing history because they were forced to do it in school. So so that's that's the thing you got to think about your audience. Now on the other hand, what I hate is there is a checklist. On a, it, that there seems to be out there on a lot of these things, and we've got to go down through this checklist and add these these characters, right, or add these these people. Uh, and and I don't like the wokeness vibe of that. Whether we're talking about a movie or we're talking about a um, uh, a TV show or or you know any any type of entertainment out there, you know, if you want to go out and make uh, make movies or TV shows geared toward a very minute, specific audience, uh, I'm fine with that. And then people can choose to uh, watch it or not. But when you have this checklist of, you know, wokeness would be, a, would, would be a good way to describe it, and you have to have these characters in there no matter what, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't I, my, uh, me either. It's going to turn people off from them after a while. It really will. Because they're going to see that they're trying to use it as an agenda instead of as entertainment. Movies, for the most part, are entertainment. That's why people go to the movies. I mean, that's why I pay and and get a big bucket of popcorn and a big soda and and go see these movies. And I want to see them on the big screen because they're supposed to be entertainment. And uh, they kind of crossed the line with this one. And I'm, I'm... 
Did did this movie kind of have a DC feel to you at times? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, somewhat. Um, yes, somewhat. Yeah. I was watching it, and I was going, "Okay, we got the Flash in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Superman." You know, I was I was clicking them off in my mind, and I was saying to myself, "Though, well, Dave, what, you know, that's where we're at right now with the superhero." No, mm-hmm. you know, you go, you go, you got a whole ethos that you can go to with uh, the Fantastic Four and things of that nature. That, we, in fact, they could make a movie. I think about one of the. The super villains or something, Galactica or something, and make a great movie out of it. Right, right. So I, right. I'd be interested in something like that. But anyway, I gave it a C, just so people know. That doesn't mean that you don't you you don't have to go see it. Uh, you got to you know. I think you should see it on the big screen because there's a lot of money on that screen. Let me tell you. If you yeah. don't believe so, read the credits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's That's incredible. True. You're right. You're right. And I agree a hundred percent. If if I'm if I'm out here watching a um I don't know, I wanna watch something and, and, and it's um it's set in uh one thousand uh uh the year one thousand or the year nine hundred or something uh-huh. and it's about some Vikings and they discovered uh Iceland. Okay? Right. And then um I'm watching that, and all of a sudden, a guy from India walks in. Yeah, there you got. He 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 wasn't there. I don't need to see that. I don't need you to introduce that character to meet some kind of quota that the Hollywood system has set up or the union has set up. Right? We we all know that in 900 uh, on the island of Iceland, nobody from uh, you know Bangladesh showed up. Okay. They weren't doing happen. Bollywood. Right. It didn't happen. Dude's not <laughs> supposed to be there, right? I don't need that for you to make your quota, right? Yeah, that's that's you know, a, that's another scene in the movie that could have been cut out, and that's the Bollywood scene. I'm just saying, and if I'm watching, you know, something about the samurai in Japan, you know, back then, uh, you know, thousand, two thousand years ago, right? I don't need to be watching that and uh, some white dude from Iceland show up. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> don't need him in the show. Why is this cat in this? You see what I'm saying? Good job. That yeah, that's no- that's perfect. You, you're, you're right on. I'm telling yes. you, you're right on there, uh, Matt. No, no doubt sense. about it. All right. Let's take a quick break. We come back. Let me remind everybody next Tuesday is our next uh, classic movie. And it's Elvis Presley and Anne Margaret and Viva. Las Vegas. Don't forget about uh, Pat Davis either, because Pat Davis has all the information you need to save money. Saving money is a big thing, especially with inflation and everything else that's going on right now here in this country. Save 30 to 50% on health insurance. Get great health insurance from any provider in the nation through Pat Davis. Uh, perfect health plans that he can get for self-employed people. No co-pays. Get a check back from the hospital once in a while. All of that can be yours through Pat Davis. 501-605-6935 is his number. 501-605-6935. Yourhealthplanman.com is his website. Bottom line, don't throw good money after bad. Talk to Pat Davis and let him save you money on your health insurance 501-605-6935 
Pat Davis. All right, final segment with Matt Smith uh, from the, of course, uh, great movie theaters uh, in Hot Springs, in Little Rock, in Cabot. I mean, I go, I go out to you know VIP uh, theater in in Cabot. It's where it was last night to see the the Eternals. Uh, that's I'll be at uh, R- Riverdale Ten on Tuesday for our next classic movie. Uh, only five dollars to get in. Buy your tickets now at riverdale10.com and uh, you get to see Elvis Presley and Ann Margaret, two of the biggest stars of the 60s, back on the big screen doing Viva Las Vegas, which I love. I love that movie. And they still use that that song as the theme song of Vegas. I mean, it's got that kind of staying power. Uh, this movie, uh, I think you'd really, really enjoy going to see it. If you're like me and you just like movies, uh, you'll definitely want to see this one back on the big screen. That's the key. Big screen, not on your TV. And you don't even see Viva Las Vegas very often on the TV anymore. Don't see it on hey, TCM very often. Only $5. Tickets are Riverdale10.com. Tickets on sale now. And that's going to be uh, this Tuesday coming up. It's yes, it is. Ninth. So it's this Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Riverdale10.com for those tickets. And, uh, you know, just uh, just to kind of remind people, of course, we serve beer and wine. Uh, all of our locations have luxury leather recliners with tables and reserved seating. We have a full food menu at every location. Of course, we're playing Eternals this week in 3D as well as 2D. Uh, Antlers is still on the screen, still playing Dune. We still have the French Dispatch with Bill Murray. Venom, Let There Be Carnage is playing. We have the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Still playing Halloween Kills. We still have Last Night in Soho on. And we're playing Ron's Gone Wrong, PG for the Kids. Um, A Mouthful of Air, the independent film with Amanda Siegfried is still playing. Uh, On Wednesday, actually on Tuesday, starting Tuesday the 9th, we'll have Clifford the Big Red Dog. And that is the new animated feature for the kids. That starts this Tuesday the 9th. And next uh, next Friday, the 12th, we will have uh, Belfast. Belfast will be playing. That the looks Kenneth, good. Kenneth Bonner film. That starts on the 12th. Also starting on the 12th is Spencer, and that is about uh, Lady Diana from uh, Neon Films. So three new films for you next week. Uh, Clifford for the kids, and then, of course, uh, Belfast and Spencer for our discerning moviegoers. And all those tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. So three new movies for you next week. I got a quick question for you. Is is Halloween Kills going to hang around one more week? Uh, Maybe. I mean, uh, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it does. Uh, My... uh, my a couple of my grandkids want to see it. They can't go this weekend, so I'm looking at taking them next weekend. I'm hoping that it'll hang over just for one more weekend. It might. We 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 never know till Monday. You know, you got to look on Monday. We say, well, you know, who showed up over the weekend? <laughs> what do we What do we got this week? Now we got to make a decision. You yeah, know? yeah. Which oh, no, movie still got some legs? Go. Huh? You got to figure out which movies still have legs. I, you know, it's uh, hey, hey. You know, the general public is 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 unpredictable. Sometimes you just don't know what's going to click. And hey, on the nineteenth, you know, you got King Richard with Will Smith coming up. That so looks the, excellent. Yeah, yes. Also on the nineteenth is Ghostbusters, and we'll have that in two D and three D. That so, looks like it's going to be fun. 
Several screens there. And then starting Tuesday, the 23rd, Walt Disney's Encanto. Also starting Tuesday, the 23rd, House of Gucci with Lady Gaga from MGM. I'm going to go see that, by the way. Oh, yes, you should. And starting Tuesday, the 23rd, Resident Evil Raccoon City. So, That's the reboot. That should be interesting. A great lineup for Thanksgiving. A great lineup of Thanksgiving movie going this year, and December is so full of good movies. I'm just saying, there ain't nothing better than going and having turkey and then going to the movie and seeing monsters. There you go. There you go. That'll keep you awake. <laughs> yeah, it will. Yeah, All that tryptophan that you've been eating. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, brother. On Tuesday, I will see everybody at uh, Riverdale 10 because I'm coming out to see that Presley movie. You don't get to see Presley on the big screen. And you go and you wonder what was, what was the, the specialness about Presley. See him on the big screen and you'll know. Go. You will know. Riverdale10.com. And remember, let's go, Brandon. There you go. We'll talk to you later, Matt. You have a great one. The Dave Ellswick Show here on, uh, of course, 101.1. Coming up on Monday, the uh, power panel will be in. And at 7.35, last segment, it's none other than Senator Bozeman with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. That'll become, we got a lot to talk with him about. Here on uh, 101.1 FM, The Answer. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday, 6 a.m. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.